You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Purple Daily is daily Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. I will ride with this group. Seriously, man. Please. And away we go. All right. Super Bowl week continues. Eventually, we'd like the Vikings to participate in this glorious week. They haven't in our lifetimes. Well, in Judd's lifetime, they participated they have, in, in yes. a few of them, but you yes. don't really remember. No, those. no, because I was, uh, I think I was, I was born, I think, for the first one, and that's about it. And then the last one, I think I was seven years old. So, and I'm 54 yeah. now. So that's, so that just gives you an idea. That's of nice. Life comes at time. you fast as yeah, a Vikings does. A fan. A lot of time has passed. <laughs> Life comes at you fast as a Vikings fan. So uh, we're, we're, we're doing two more episodes today. We're kind of getting in. We love this time of year because it's all about roster speculation and there's all sorts of, there's all sorts of news that's going to come down the pipeline in a few weeks from now. But yesterday, Colin Cowherd broke the internet with his Patriots Vikings trade idea. And so we thought it'd be fun today here and we'll hit you with a write that down episode and give you the, this will be our final predictions of the 2023, 24, write that down season. But we figured, okay, Cowherd broke the internet yesterday. Let's collect the three most reckless and fun Vikings trade ideas that we have seen in the last month. And let's go through them on an episode today. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that presented by our friends at Quick Trip. They love themselves some reckless speculation at Quick Trip. They absolutely do. And they also love offering a, a wide array of product from their quality gas guarantee that I've been talking about for quite some time right now to if you're watching this, what you are looking at right now, which is new lower prices on all take-home meals, a quick trip every single day, freshly prepared in their kitchen. We're talking about chicken, bacon, mac, and cheese. We're talking mm. about fettuccine, fettuccine Alfredo with grilled chicken, spaghetti, wow. and meatballs, meatloaf wow. with mashed potatoes and gravy. It's all a quick trip. So next time you're fit, filling up the car and you're like, okay, I got to still get dinner for the family. What am I going to do? Guess what? All you got to do is go inside the quick trip. Quick Trip takes care of all of your needs, so make your next stop Quick Trip. Let's just go through these here, and I want you guys—I want you guys to give two different grades, like a let's let's do a number scale, one to ten, ten, and we're and we're going to do it on two different fronts, two different criteria, one to ten scale of recklessness, and then a one to ten scale of whether you would consider it, like mm-hmm. ten being, oh yeah, I would for sure consider this, one being. Zero chance I would consider this. Sure. Okay. Okay. We'll start with the cowherd one. Reckless speculation. And it, it sort of played off of a Jeremy Fowler report from ESPN, former Vikings beat writer, friend of the show, friend of the old radio show, Jeremy Fowler. So he had said on ESPN.com, people around the league are keeping an eye on the Minnesota Vikings at number 11. And I'm not ripping Jeremy here, but I love this type of reporting. Well, he's great like, at this now. Oh, yeah. he's a master. Dude. He's the he he's the he comes out of the bullpen when Schefter's like, oh, I don't know about me do, doing that, right? 
and he just like throws gasoline yeah, on he's, a fire. He's the Josh Hader of reckless spec. He just he's a firefighter, man. He's gonna come out yeah. and just just blow you away with his reckless speculation. Yeah, because it's not like like I feel like sh- there's a certain line of Schefter needs the actual info to go with something. Yes, Jeremy has an ear to the ground, and if yeah. he talked to four or five people, but it, you know they're not. They're not like ready to make a trade with the Vikings, but there's enough steam. Then he can report that people around the league are keeping an eye on the Vikings at 11. Right? Shefty wants to break the transaction. Like Shefty wants the transaction. He wants to be first to say, I got the transaction. Fowler, he just goes around investigating. Fowler wants to light the fire. Schefter wants to tell you how yeah. the fire was lit and yeah. that he's going to confirm that there's a fire. Okay. Fowler is a football arsonist. Which and I have Schefter. great appreciate. I which which I have great appreciation for. He is a football arsonist. He lights the match, dumps the gasoline, and walks away. So people around the league are keeping an eye on the Minnesota Vikings at eleven. They did a lot of quarterback homework last offseason and could eventually target a quarterback high in the draft when uh, free agent Kirk Cousins' future uh, might take him elsewhere. But moving on from number, uh, moving from number eleven to the top three would cost Quasi Dofamensa a ton of draft capital. Upon hearing this, Colin Cowherd took to his radio show and threw out an idea: the Patriots trade the number three to the Vikings, and the Vikings would then trade the number eleven, so they'd swap the three and the eleven, mm-hmm. a 2025 first rounder, mm-hmm. and Justin Jefferson. Oh. And he continued by saying, what does New England desperately need? A playmaker. I'll give you next year's first round pick and Justin Jefferson to move up from 11 to 3 because they've already got Jordan Addison and a tight end they like in TJ Hawkinson. They've got skill players already, even without Jefferson. Next year's one, Justin Jefferson, and the Vikings can move up to the three and get their quarterback of the future. Okay, 1 to 10 on a reckless scale. 1 to 10, would you do it? It's a 10 reckless. It's an absolute 10. Reckless. I mean, you're talking about football arson. This is this is uh this is unbelievable. So, it's a 10 and on a scale of 1 to 10, would I do it? Would I do this particular one? It's like a 2. Justin Jefferson, it's uh, I don't think you need to trade him. Um by the way though, so if you like like let's say just in a hypothetical world this trade were to occur, um, who's going to throw him the football? <laughs> like the Patriots? Oh, still, the, the Patriots? Yeah. Well, they would just a bridge guy. Well, a couple things they could they could draft JJ McCarthy at number eleven, or they could they could make a play for JJ McCarthy later mm-hmm. in the first round or early second round. They could go get. It's pretty much what we're talking about with the Vikings, right? Like if the Vikings don't get one of the top three quarterbacks, okay. Then they would probably go grab somebody later in the draft, like late first round, move back in, or go, yeah, go get yourself a bring Jacoby Brissett back to New England for a bridge run, right? This is too rich, though. This is too rich, and I I think part of it actually what Coward's doing makes makes more sense than I think he got credit for on X because people just crapped all over. Well, they did. Justin (laughs) Jefferson has to be paid. Like, like that's the one thing that I think he's probably taking into account is Justin Jefferson's going to break the bank now. I think Patriots have cap space, right? Here, um, they, I hope to God they do with their current situation. They have the third most cap space. They have they yeah. have sixty six so million dollars in cap space. Uh, but yeah, this is a ten and a two. 
maybe it, maybe they just go get Kirky Boy and they trade for Justin Jefferson and JJ stays happy with Kirk. Maybe Dude, that they, happens. They actually could afford to do that. Yeah, they could. Wouldn't that be fascinating? <laughs> I, I I mean, the reckless nature is a ten. I, but if I'm trading Justin Jefferson, I'm I'm sorry, I need more. I'm not just trading Justin Jefferson to to go up to number three. Uh, I need more. I need I need more value than that. So. Yes, the reckless. I love what he's doing. I respect it because we always do. We love our reckless speculation on here. I'm with Judd. I'm I'm probably in the likelihood scenario, like a three, like a two, two or a three. I it it, it does it wouldn't do it for me. I would need more from Justin Jefferson. I agree. It's a ten on the reckless scale for sure. I mean, quite frankly, bravo to Colin Cowherd for joining the reckless speculation lifestyle. Absolutely, right. Um, I would say. I'm open to these conversations because, again, we would be hypocrites if we have spent the last several years on this show talking about the danger of giving one player on your roster, Kirk Cousins, you know, 15 to 20 percent of your salary cap and then turning around and handing Justin Jefferson thirty five million dollars a year, which would be, you know, around 15 percent of the team salary cap. Now, the argument against that is if you're going to pay top dollar for a player at a position, at least, you know, you're getting the best player at that position because you're looking to create value on your roster. You can't, you're not going to build a great roster by paying top dollar for everything. So I'd, I, I'll pay top dollar for an edge. If I get the best edge or a top five edge, right? I mean, Kirk is not top five at his position, but for years and years, he's had top of the line cap hits. So I'm more willing to pay Justin Jefferson top of the market price than Kirk Cousins top of the market price. But if teams, if, if we're talking about a team coming in and saying, hey, you can get the number three overall pick and you can get one of those three dudes to lead your franchise on a rookie scale contract for the next five years. And you still have Jordan Addison, who might be a number one wide receiver. You'd probably have to go draft a wide receiver as well at some point because uh, you don't have a ton of depth there. I'm open to this conversation, but I don't love the makeup of this particular trade. So it's like a three for me on a would you do it? But I'm not I'm not like I'll take your call. I will. I will oh, take God, your call. Take I will read calls. your text message. Yeah. No. Until a contract is signed. You've got to do that. I, I think what's too rich for my blood in this proposal is also throwing in my 2025 first round pick. Like if you're going to get Jefferson and we're going to swap first round picks. Um, but they're going to want more than just a player to make that swap. Yeah, and I'll be willing to talk capital. more picks, but I'm just saying, are am I really going to give you my 2025 first and Jefferson, or are we talking about my 2025 second round yeah. pick? And just to, to be clear, so the league has decided in their valuation of picks that like a 2025 first is akin to a second round pick. They, they always drop them by a year when you're trading out of them. But that okay. being said, I don't think I'm trading you my 2025 first. But like you just said, Phil, I'll take your call. I'll talk turkey with you. <laughs> yeah, we'll I'll, take it. I'll talk we'll, about we'll, it. I'll put it on speaker and set it down on the counter while I do some other things. But yeah, I'm, I'm I got one dishes right I now. Got one, like, yeah, got one here on the call. Exactly right. But um, no, this is I, I love this because I just think it's great fun. But um, yeah, this is a ten. Like this is a coward took that Fowler report and just like accelerated it by twenty. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines, 
and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. We need like a reckless speculation alarm or something. You're like, oh, oh man, here we go. Uh, okay, let's go to the, we, again, we've got three of these here. We just, we, we've stockpiled three of the most reckless Vikings trade ideas. So let's go to number two here. I would call this one Pro Football Network going all in on behalf of Quasi. Now we did this last week, just quickly in a mock draft form yeah. in our I Want a Mock segment, but let's yep. flesh it out here. Yep. So... Pro Football Network has the Vikings trading up to the number two overall pick and drafting Jaden Daniels. So they, I believe it goes Caleb Williams, number one in this mock, and then the Vikings trading up to get Jaden Daniels, and then Drake May would be the one that they're passing on. And the projected trade would be... Reckless speculation. The Vikings get the two. The Commanders get the 11, so you swap those picks. The Commanders also get the Vikings' second-round pick this year and the 155th pick, which is what, like a late fourth fourth or fifth? It's a day three pick. Yep. Plus the Vikings' 2025 first and third-round picks. Yep. And here's the write-up. With Caleb Williams off the board, we'll throw another change into the order of the top three quarterbacks. Rather than having the Commanders take Drake May to replace fellow Tar Heel Sam Howell, We'll have them trade down and ride with the incumbent starter for one more year, depending on how the board falls later. Again, mock drafts are a game of information. Sources expect the Vikings to be aggressive in the draft in their search for a franchise quarterback on a rookie deal. Jaden Daniels can make every throw and has elite athleticism. If the Vikings put a guy with his upside in an offense with Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson, they'll have a chance to contend for a Super Bowl if the LSU quarterback reaches his potential. 1 to 10 scale of recklessness, and would you do it? 1 to 10 scale of recklessness, I, I would put this at a 7. So it's certainly not. It's it's not the coward, I'm going to trade you, Justin Jefferson. It's reckless, though. And by the sure, way, just yeah. to be very clear, appreciated by this show. Appreciated. So the, the higher your scale of recklessness, the more that I actually appreciate what you try to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then would I do it? This is this to me is way more plausible. Now I don't think Washington's going to trade that that pick. I think there's a better chance that cowards, right? It would actually be the Patriots would trade their pick, but that's just a gut feeling. But um, that trade right there, on a scale of would I do it, I'm going to put a, a an eight. Ooh, I like no. this. This is a very no. realistic. This is a very realistic suggestion. Yeah, so you'd be without next year's first, but yep. okay. You know, but you got I your got franchise quarterback, you and you you got Jefferson under contract at that point. I'm assuming, right, for the next yeah. this is five the price years. of poker. But to me, this one's a fair one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put an eight. And you, by the way, you would still have your two fourth round picks. The Vikings would in this, so they'd have 108 and 129. So it wouldn't be like you're without a draft pick until. Mm-hmm the sixth round. So you would still have two fourth round picks in this scenario. Cause the Vikings have the one Oh eight and one twenty nine. Yeah. Uh, reckless scale. It's I, I I'm in line with Judd. It's probably like eight, seven or eight. And actually I'm going to call this a 10. I think oh, if you're I'm in. offered, if I'm offered this yep, trade, I, I say yes. If, if I'm Casey and I'm, or if I'm running the Vikings, I'm going to make this trade every single time. 
I'm with Dex on here. I, I, so I think the recklessness, just based on some of the reports of the Vikings trying to move up for Anthony Richardson last year, and you know they, they've been scouting every one of these top six quarterbacks all across the globe since the start of the college football season. It's like a five on the reckless scale. I mean, it's like it's reckless because you're giving up some capital right. and you're moving up. I hear you. First time in franchise history they've made an aggressive play up in the first round. And I'm with Dex, dude. It's a 10. I do this a hundred times out of a hundred. I have no debate about that. And if you whiff, okay. But I know I've kind of gone back and forth on this show about, boy, you better be, if you're going to give up that much draft capital, you better be really sure about those top three quarterbacks versus just like picking a really good defensive player and then making another move later. But let's get to that one here because that's the third scenario. All right. Where the Vikings get aggressive, but not until later in the first round. So this one's from this morning. CBSSports.com has a new mock out this morning. Just out of nowhere. I love this one. It's an RKO out of nowhere. (laughs) So here's what they have. They've got the Vikings taking the Florida State edge rusher, Jared Verse, with the number 11 overall pick. And then you think the night's over, right? Oh, it's great. Oh, Vikings made their (laughs) pick. Okay, well. Some pack up and go home. Yeah. But uh, not CBS Sports. Not Quasi. Because what happens later in the first round is the Vikings trade from 42nd overall, their second round pick. They trade with the Cardinals to get into the 27 slot. They trade back into the first round. And they snag Michigan quarterback J.J. McCarthy. Now, there is no actual... Uh, like trade price in this article. It just says they would trade up to 27. Mm -hmm. So I would, I just went to the the draft value uh, trade charts and figured you'd probably have to give up because you you don't have a third round pick this year. So you'd have to give up probably your, like your first fourth round pick this year. And then either a second or a third, probably a second round pick next year Mm -hmm. to make the value work on this. But you'd move up 15 spots and get J.J. McCarthy. So you'd have two first-round picks, the Florida State edge rusher, and then J.J. McCarthy, presumably on a, potentially on a five-year rookie scale contract. Okay, one to ten. So uh, um, I don't mean to say this isn't reckless, because it obviously is, and, it, and it's the excitement too, right? Like when the Vikings traded up to get Teddy, that was, that, that, it was an RKO out of nowhere, right? No one saw that coming, as we just <laughs> kind of said off the top here. Oh, my God. But um, so on the reckless scale, to me, it's like a six. It's a six because actually, again, I think this is actually, this makes sense. A lot of teams could do this. A lot of teams could jump up to get their the fifth-year option on one of those quarterbacks, Michael Penix, J.J. McCarthy, et cetera, at the end of the first. Um, in terms of the, of the likelihood of me doing this, I would put it at about a seven. I would put this at about a seven. I, I, can, see my, I can see the Vikings doing this. I would certainly not be upset if the Vikings pulled something off like this. It would still allow you, obviously, to make a, a pick at 11 for a good defensive player. You would still have potentially, obviously, your second round pick, right, in this year's draft, too. So the Vikings would, oh, no, they'd give up the 42, right? They give up the 42 yep. to get up to 27. So the second's yep. gone. Regardless, I still like the idea of this, of getting a future quarterback while also still addressing your defense early. So, yeah, I, I, I would do this. The Teddy trade, just for a point of reference, was a second and fourth round picks from the Vikings in that draft. So, Phil, you're, you're probably very close. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the recklessness of this is about a two. I don't think it's reckless at all. I think it's entirely plausible. Um, again, 
as we've discussed before, because if you do this, which I could see the Vikings doing, this gives you the fifth-year option on McCarthy, and you want that. So if you're going to draft a quarterback that you deem to be your guy, so it's not Jaron Hall, let's take a look-see. You know, he might be good, he might not be. If, but if this is going to be a quarterback that you're going to take late first round or second round, and he is going to be, in your mind, a starting QB, you want the extra year, despite the fact that it's not cheap, you want that that option because it now gives you more time to strategize with that player. Uh, so I think it's about a two on the reckless. And I and if this came to pass, like if the Vikings don't go up and and as you said, Phil, they're at eleven, they make their pick, and we're all like, okay, that's it for the night. Um, I'd put this at about an eight. I would do this. Like like this yeah. is this is the most realistic. This is this borders on dare I say it not even being reckless it's a it's like a one or a two on the reckless scale it's a it's a 10 for me on the would you do it scale i would do either one of these trades to get a quarterback and my question remains and only quasi and kevin o'connell can answer this what is the gap between all these quarterbacks on your board what in terms of are any of them future mvp candidates if they reach their peak because I I'd be looking to hit a home run here. I'd be looking to find a Josh Allen. I'd be looking to find a Patrick Mahomes. And so if they think Jaden Daniels or Drake May are gettable via trade up, and if they reach their peak potential, we're talking top five dude in the league who wins an MVP. Awesome. I'm willing to take that risk. Mm-hmm. If they're kind of fifty fifty and there's flaws and they're not hundred percent sure, I would lean toward the the third scenario or the second the second trade scenario we just laid out, which is okay. If you're not totally sure that's fine don't then trade a bunch of capital to move up take a defensive player and then make a lesser move later and go get a jj mccarthy mm-hmm. so i would endorse either one of these however you can make it happen get a quarterback in the in the first round to go back to the second one uh which was not nearly as reckless as coward and is intriguing i will say this in my opinion the recklessness of that scenario is the quarterback they take. Like, if you get to two, do you take Jaden Daniels or May? Like, that They, that would, they be... would know, right? They would yeah. know who they're I taking. I think they would know. Oh, they definitely would. But I'm saying it, it would be open for a large discussion based on, on May's skill set. And the fact that up until now, and it's already started to change and the combine is not here yet, there are now questions about if May is going to fall more. Which I, which I'm trying to decide where that comes from. It's teams that want him to fall, right? Well, it's, yeah, but it's too be. early to plant the seed, guys. Let's let's slow that <laughs> roll. Like this is a process. It, it's like they're jumping Carl, the when gun. Should, when, should, when should we plant the uh, the the Drake May slander seeds? Like, should we what do it in February or should we May? wait till the last thing you saw was his film from games, which hasn't changed. So, like, let's slow our roll, Lee. Do you think we need to wait till the combine to slander Drake May and hope that's when he ordinarily happens? We should do that. We should put out a smear campaign to get him to fall to 11. What can we, what can we do? Well, you, <laughs> it would probably get us sued, but I mean, there are ways. Well, no, to do I mean, it. we wouldn't do it publicly. You know, we would, we'd create a fake oh, email privately. address or something. Okay. Drake May's uncle at gmail.com. That's like Warren Sapp, man. Day of the hey, draft. He's got a chronically bad ankle. You want to stay away. Bob, Bob Actually, May. you know what you send him? A Laramie Tunsil mask. 
and say, <laughs> yeah. come on, man, just, just for fun. Yeah. Shoot Guy's me a picture. High. Dude's high all the time. No, no one's going to show it, Drake. <laughs> no one's ever going to see this it's just for us. It's going to be fun. Come on, man. So, yeah, let us know in the YouTube comment sections. Okay, where are you at on the reckless scale? And where are you at in terms of whether you would do any of these three Coward. scenarios here? I do have a mock for you guys I as well. A mock. Mock! Presented in part by our friends at Zero Res, helping to deep clean your homes. Okay, be honest with yourself. When's the last time you deep cleaned your air ducts, your carpets? Like an, not just vacuuming, but like an actual deep clean. Well, that's where Zero Res can come in here. A 4.9 out of 5-star rating on Google with 17,000 reviews. And uh, here's what they're offering. It's the Score North special. You can ask for it when you call or go to the website. Get three rooms, Zero Resified, starting at just $119 and a free hallway. And this month, take $75 off when you get your Air Ducts Zero Res clean. That's 952-Zero-Res or ZeroResMinnesota.com. Say you want the Score North special. Spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same. Zero res. Also, Nutrisource is here fueling our animals, the official dog and pet food of Score North and Purple Daily. Maya Mackie was very nice. She slept in a little bit longer today. Of course, like as soon as I opened my eyes, really? she's just like in my face. Hey, my hey, where's my Nutrisource chicken and rice guy? 6.30 today. 6.30. Oh. Stella God. starts to make noise. And you know what she said? Let me outside, and then I want my breakfast. And, and of course, that is another delicious meal from our friends at Nutrisource. Yeah, uh, uh, Mom had an early call, and then I heard just uh, we have a new collar on Vinny. It's uh, one of those dog tag IDs, so it's got like the thing built in into the collar, which is nice. But it still has like you know his shots, the little things that are shown on the YouTube channel. And this dude, when he wakes up, loves a shake, loves to do the, and it is the oh, yeah. the only downfall of this new collar is it is the loudest shaking collar I have ever heard, and it could wake up anyone within a three-mile sight. But luckily, just give them some Nutrisource treats, and it'll calm them down. During shows, Stella's collar has to come off. That's or right. she'll shake us. in the background. Yeah, I remember us. Uh, we made that decision a few years ago, I think, didn't we? I'm like, I got to take this thing off. <laughs> Wait, so every day you take her collar off before yeah. you record and then put yeah. it back on? I mean, she sits on the couch, but she, if I don't, she'll start to shake. She knows exactly <laughs> how to interrupt the show. He hates when his collar's off. He is pissed. He needs that. Oh, really? Like a, yeah, he feels naked, and I don't know. He just, don't, like, give me, get, don't look get, at me. He just starts biting at his collar to get it back on. Oh. It is funny how they know, like, if I shake and make this noise, then it'll get it'll get the human's attention. The and humans I get my, be... <laughs> my Nutrisource. Exactly. Nutrisourcepetfoods.com to find a Nutrisource retailer near you. I want a mock! Okay. This one's from, it's from today. This was updated this morning. From our friends at WalterFootball.com. Let's go. Always happy to have him in the house. Wally Football. Making me turn off my ad blocker and then immediately putting up just obnoxious pop-up ads all over here. We'll see if I can make it through. So Wally Football has the Bears taking Caleb Williams. The Commanders or still labeled on this website, the Redskins. They somebody, might want to, it? somebody might want to send a note to WalterFootball.com that they changed their name. We had this problem like a month ago with, with this site. It's hilarious. And they're using the old Redskins logo, too. I wonder if Walter is like a longtime Washington Redskins fan trying to make a point here. 100%. Okay. This is intentional. This is not an oversight. So Drake May goes to Washington. Okay. And then Jaden Daniels goes to the Patriots. So chalk. 
Marvin Harrison Jr. to the Cardinals. Brock Bowers, the Georgia tight end, to the Chargers. Malik Neighbors, LSU wide receiver to the Giants. Joe Alts, offensive tackle, Notre Dame to the Titans. Dallas Turner, edge rusher, Alabama to the Falcons. Rome Dunze, wide receiver, Washington to the Bears. Olu Fashanu, offensive tackle, Penn State to the Jets. Ooh, interesting. Minnesota Vikings at number 11. This is a pick change. Previously, I love how they put this here. Previously, Walter Football had Nate Wiggins, the cornerback from Clemson, going here. But this time, Walter Football has, out of Texas, defensive tackle Byron Murphy II. I want a mock. Mock! Trenches help. All right, I can handle that. The Vikings have lost a lot of talent on the defensive line recently. Here's a big talent to help in the trenches. He's been impressive as both a run defender and a pass rusher. The only negative is that he lacks length. So it's like the Sharif Floyd problem where he's, oh, he's got, got small arms. You, arms. I don't know how you can play with small arms. The Burger King hands. <laughs> I got these tiny hands. Yeah. How am I supposed to eat this Whopper? Sure. But that's not all because Walter Football has a second round here to this oh, mock okay. draft updated today. Trade. Okay. Let's just go right to the 42nd pick where the Minnesota Vikings, according to Walter Football, I've got the chimes now. No, of course. I love it. Select out of Washington quarterback Michael Penix. Jr. I want a mock. Mock. I want so, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate this type of thing. Go get a stud defensive player and then This is where I think CBS with the um mock draft and trade that you went through as scenario 3, I, this is where I think they're right. I don't think you're waiting. I think if you really want McCarthy or Penix, I don't think you're going to change You got to go. Yeah. I, yeah. We got to go. You got to go. I think well, you got to get in Bo Nix is going to Denver 12th. Trying to see where they got, where Wally has uh, J.J. McCarthy going. Oh, man, these pop-ups. Wally is doing good business on this website. Let me tell you. Oh, we can lower emissions. Dairy Farmers of America pop up here. Oh, dairy farmers oh it's a America. it's like a gamified. You click and you can play a game. That's great. Oh, I'm sure that'll go well for your computer. Now there's another. I can't. It's not even letting me get to the yeah, second half. You're about to get round. the blue screen of death. But besides that, everything's going great for your computer. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, Jared Verse dropping to twenty. Yeah. Uh, JJ McCarthy nowhere to be found here in the first round. Can so I you, really you could get access. trust a mock that that has? the Washington football team with a name that was deemed so incredibly racist that it had to be changed. I mean, you're going to have to take it up with the WalterFootball.com board of directors, Judd. But I'm just not sure I can try. I'm I'm just throwing it out there. I love Wally. We'll always support his mock draft, but I'm not quite sure I can trust him when he doesn't know the team names. Send a strongly written email. To That's Walter Football at uh, angelfire.com. I'm sure it's been done. It's Walter Football at geocities.com. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> geocities. Walter Football go, at hotmail.com. ESPN, the Go Network. <laughs> ESPN.go.com. <laughs> All right. That's a wrap on this recklessly speculative episode of Purple Daily. We will have our final write that down predictions of this write that down season on the second episode of the show today. 
And uh, we'll make our final quarterback cesspool challenge Super Bowl picks as well. Thanks for hanging out with us here on Purple Daily.